This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Welcome to Unsavory Antics, Volume 22. This is Judy. Hey, everybody. Say Verge. And today we have a special guest with us. Please introduce yourself. My name is Byron Suggs of Cool Smart Inc. Mm. Welcome to the show, bro. Appreciate it. Yes, thank, thank you. Thanks you. for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, so we have Byron on today to talk about himself in addition to his event, Tux and Chucks, which this is the seventh annual. Yes. I saw the picture. Okay. <laughs> so um, let's get right into it. So what, Cool Smart Inc., is that your organization? Yes. or nonprofit organization. Me and mm-hmm. my partner, Jason Applin. And what we do is we educate youth and young professionals on the importance of philanthropy. So we go to high schools and teach them on, on different ways to give it back, whether it's monetarily, uh, your time, your sweat. And we go to like shelters and things of that nature. And then with the young professionals, we do events that's, that's you know, you're giving back without knowing you're giving back. Like we host events at the DIA, which okay. is the, one of the biggest nonprofits they are, aside from you know, universities mm-hmm. and things of that nature. So you're having fun giving back at the same time. Okay, so when, how long have you, or how long has Cool Smart Inc. been in existence? Cool Smart Inc. has been in existence for four years. Four years. Mm-hmm. Okay, so was this a joint, um, a joint effort by you and your friend, or was it you and you kind of brought somebody in with you? Or? You know, it was us uh, uh, together. Actually, we had we started the event Tucks and Chucks before we had a nonprofit. Okay. Yeah, because we didn't have a vision of it being as big as what it is. Okay. When we first started it, which I'll explain later. You know, having a nonprofit wasn't even the picture. Then alone, over time, things happened and things we felt passionate about came into the fold. So okay. we started a nonprofit. Okay, so we'll get back to Tucks and Chucks and whatnot. So, so what was the overall vision of Cool Smart? Like, what what was that initial idea that like this is what we really want to do? Well, actually, like so we had Touch and Chucks first. Okay. So maybe it makes sense to talk about Touch and Chucks first. All right, let's first. get into that. Well, yeah. we can. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. So well, tell us about Touch and Chucks. Well, it started, you know, six years ago. Mm-hmm. So it was my, I was turning 30. My my boy was turning 31. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to celebrate our birthdays together because our birthdays are eight days, eight days apart in November. Okay. So I wanted a theme. You know, people love themes. I'm like, I'm turning 30. I want to have some type of theme where people dress up. Mm-hmm. And I wanted people to wear chucks mm-hmm. because I know chucks, chucks are affordable. Most people have some already. And I got married that same summer, and me and my groomsmen, we wore tucks and chucks. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to come up with ideas, me and my uh, homeboy. And I was, I, I was like brainstorming. I wanted people to dress up and wear chucks, you know, where everybody look nice. People love themes. He like, that's not a good idea. We just call it, like, you know, uh, tucks and chucks. And just, that's, how, that's how the idea came up. And the first one, it was just our birthday parties. Oh, okay. And we invited, you know, we had like 400 people, though, for mm-hmm. our birthday party. And he had a friend um, who had a newer nonprofit. And with, 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 with the location where we had the event at, we negotiated to get a proceeds of the bar. Because mm-hmm. it was their first event there. And we was bringing 400 people when it wasn't going to have anyone there that night. Okay. Um, and he asked, can we give the proceeds to um, his, his friend who was starting a new nonprofit for mm-hmm. young women? Which I didn't care. I just wanted to celebrate my birthday. So, and that's how it started. And the next year, it was just so much, uh, so much heat about the event Tucks and Chucks. A lot mm-hmm. of people can get in because it was capacity three hundred some people. So, okay. a lot of people were invited. Couldn't even get in. So we can do. So we decided to have it a bigger location, 
like, let's make this an event, blah, blah, blah. And then try to get sponsorship. And they said, you need a 501c3. And we was like, what is a 501c3? And okay. that's when the nonprofit came into the fold. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so then after after those first few years, you were like, okay, it's time to... Yeah. Or was it like after like the first year? It was when well, you decided was, to make it an event. Yeah, after the first year we decided to make an event, but it was it was still it was still to celebrate our birthdays. Okay, and then give it back to nonprofits. Okay, uh, but then along the process of the second year, we went to a bigger venue. We went to you know the Tiger Tiger Club at Comerica Park. Okay, um, not cheap at all. Right, and we're like, okay, well we need to get some sponsorship. Just like a couple of months before the event, we're like we need some sponsorship. Let's talk to these corporations by helping us out. Right. And it's like, well, you need a 501c3. And it was like, what is a 501c3? We didn't know anything about being a nonprofit because that wasn't our goal. Our goal mm-hmm. was try to get some money to <laughs> promote this party. Right, and exactly. And um, so it took us a year three because we had a form. We had to think about something we are passionate about mm-hmm. um, to have a nonprofit. And that's when we came up with Cool Smart Inc. And it's educate. We love to give back. We always gave back from teenagers until adulthood. We always gave back. Um, and the premise of Tux and Chess is giving back to charities in the city. So that's why we came up with the um, idea to just teach younger, the younger generation how to give back. Because most people don't start really giving back until, unless you're in church, you really don't give back until you're in know, the 40s, 50s. That's true. You know, mm-hmm. you establish, you know, you're only thinking about money. Right. But there's a ton of other ways to give back. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So are you, are you born and raised in Detroit? Yep. Okay. Born and raised. Cool. Now, when Tux and Chucks first started, did you ever either a dream, the success it will have as soon as it started? No. Like I said, we first started. We just wanted to have a birthday party. Yeah. And so it wasn't even the first year. It was, it was just you know, text messages, Facebook invite, invite <laughs> our friends to celebrate our birthday. And the second year when we started making an event, we both have, um, you know, promoter backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and we made a bigger event open to anyone, but it was still attached to our birthday. And then year three, we said, take our birthdays off. Let's just make this a, an event about giving back and not even about our birthday somewhere. So, so even though it's not technically your birthday party anymore, do you still, like, kind of use it as, like, a way to celebrate your birthday? No, or not really anymore? Not really. It's because, all work now? Yeah, we even changed the day. And that was Black Friday. So my okay. birthday is the 18th. His is the 10th. So it's always the middle of November. Mm-hmm. But we switched to Black Friday. So it's nowhere even, like, it's not even, our birthday's not even thought about. Okay. Um, and it's more work than anything. I'm working right. most of the night. So, At this point. Yeah, it's not really a birthday celebration no more. So is this so. something that you want to grow even like the, so the event has been here the past few years and mm-hmm. I've seen like different well not necessarily um, charitable parties or events mm-hmm. but different events that end up branching out to other cities is that mm-hmm. something that you want to do or yeah. that's our, that's our um, is that goal okay uh, once we once we could we buy us having a newer nonprofit mm-hmm. because you get the funds from um, corporations based on your nonprofit. Which we learned through the years, because mm-hmm. it was, it was a on the it was this was an on the job learning experience for us. We have a mentor; no one told us about what you need to do. Um, so, like I said, by the time we really got our knowledge about the nonprofit game, we already in year three. Mm-hmm. And most big sponsors, they want to see you have a nonprofit successfully for at least five years. Okay. So uh, as we grow, uh, we have we had to take the event to you no know, bigger venues, which cost more money. So mm-hmm. we all, we always try to at least break even. Right and, and give back at the same time, but our goal is to take it to newer cities. And first one next will be Chicago, hopefully by next year. Oh, cool! Um, and then after that, um, a couple more cities in the future. Okay. Now taking it to Chicago, are you still planning on having an event here and just doing it at a different time in Chicago, or is it going to be almost around the same time since it 
since the originality part started around your birthday month. Mm-hmm. No, probably it'd be a totally different time. Okay. Because to put on a successful event how we do it mm-hmm. is different from the average, you know, fundraiser. It's not just a dinner and you're not just shaking hands and going home. It's an actual production. You know, okay. we, have, we have bands. We have even brought in some famous singers a few times. Okay. Um, DJs, there's lights, cameras, there's everything there. Mm-hmm. So it takes time to make it right. Um, so it would be a totally different time of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, as our nonprofit team grows. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, aside from, um, aside from, of course, wanting to grow the nonprofit year, you know, year after year, what is the one thing that gets you motivated to make each year better than last? Two is two things. Okay. One, just really love to give back. I mean, I'm the oldest of eight kids, so okay. I had no choice but to give back in my household <laughs> naturally. Right. So it's just really natural for me to give it back. Like, I'm one of those guys, if I was rich, I would be giving money back to the schools. I'd be giving money to people on the street mm-hmm. to improve my community. Because where I'm from, even if I did move, I would still rep Detroit super hard. Like, I always love my city. I love my folks here. I always want to see people do great. Mm-hmm. So that's the main thing. It's all seeing new profit entries who we've never seen before who need money. And by us knowing how hard it is to get money, just looking forward to giving back to a new charity each year. And the second part is we like that our fundraiser is totally different. It's probably the most fun you're going to have at a fundraiser. So each year we want to make sure people are having a great time. Mm-hmm. That's very important to us because if you're having a great time, You'll come back next year, and each ticket sold is, is helping us give back to the community. Okay. What do you think is the the most difficult part about being a nonprofit? Like, what are the struggles you have going on with that? Or yeah. what's the difference? Like, if you weren't a nonprofit, like, what would be the challenges? Yeah, the real the challenge that we have as a nonprofit is the same that most small nonprofits have, and that's funding. Okay. Funding and having a team of people that's passionate about what you're doing as you are, mm-hmm. which is hard. Because, you know, a non- when you start a nonprofit, that's your passion. Okay. And now you, you got to form an e-board and volunteers. And it may not be something they're passionate about. It may assist you. But you know how it is. At work, if you love your job, you're going to do your job to the best of your ability versus just having a job. You're going to show up and just collect the check. Mm-hmm. And that's the struggle with the nonprofit. It's getting the funding. It's hard to find funds. People know how to get funds, but it... Like I said, it's got to be got to be a nonprofit for a certain amount of years, or it got to be this sector, or they only giving back to schools or people in education, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just very difficult. It's a lot of information out there; it's just hard to obtain it all. Okay. So it just it's just over time you're learning and learning more. I can imagine it's a lot of red tape. Very. Um, especially because you have so many scammers out here, they of course want to make sure you're legit, and then mm-hmm. they of course want to make sure that you're about what you say. Yeah. They're about so. Yeah. yeah, people who are able to start and run nonprofits, I tip my hat because I know it's not it's not easy. If you're not like a church or a school or mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a lot to get off the ground and keep it going. So yeah. shout out to y'all for that because that's a great that's a great um, feat to mm-hmm. overcome for sure. Just like a lot of um, you know, a lot of famous people have nonprofits, mm-hmm. but you know, with a nonprofit, that's not your money. And exactly. That's totally separate. And it, a lot of famous people in nonprofits is just like no one else. Just like everyone else, they still struggle because, mm-hmm. you know, you got to try your best not to put your your personal earnings into your nonprofit. Exactly. Which is hard to do. So we've met some famous people who have nonprofits that experience the same struggle okay. starting off. Because it's totally different. Just because you're rich, I mean, your nonprofit is going to be successful. You still had to get those nonprofit funds. It's totally, totally different sector. Okay. So for Cool Smart Inc., is it geared at a certain age group or... 
Like, do you kind of, I know you said you have something for, like, professionals. Mm -hmm. So do you kind of focus a lot of your school age efforts on, like, middle schoolers or high schoolers? Or, like, what age do you feel like it's essential to get get them going with giving back? High school. High school, We start okay. with high school because that, at high school you were, most a lot of kids are working now. You don't have summer jobs. Mm -hmm. You've done some community service at church or with the school already on field trips. So you already have a idea of what, you know, giving back is. So we like to start with high school students, and you have more time. Like, you're middle school, you really can't just say, Mom, okay, I'll be back a month to go do this. Of course, yeah. High school, by the junior year, you're probably driving already. Mm -hmm. You know, weekends, you can meet us down at a, at a shop somewhere. So start with high school, more responsible, and just try to ingrain that knowledge early versus learning when you're 30. Yeah, because mm -hmm. that's one thing, um, like you said, if you don't, if you if you're not giving back with your church as an adult, it's just something that you get away from it if you don't yeah. if you don't continue to do it after school. Like in high school, I volunteered at the hospital mm -hmm. as a transporter, and then like after that, it was like okay, time to have fun and do whatever I want. Right. But I would still get the the desire to want to join um, different organizations to volunteer and give back in something aside from the normal, like go to the hospital and you know mm -hmm. be a transporter or, or pass out cards or be a greeter or whatever. Or, um, you know, go to the church for different events. Nothing wrong with that, but I've, I'm one of those people that I gravitate to something different. Yeah. So that was, like, really great to hear that you guys kind of focus on a different aspect of giving back and kind of helping the kids at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, because the older I get, the lazier I get. And you and you kind of end up selfish in your 20s because you're worried so much about getting yourself where you want yourself exactly, to be. Exactly, yeah. You, you don't really think, like, oh, there are other people that still need help. You kind of get tunnel vision on getting your own whatever it is off the ground or, or where you want it to be. So mm -hmm. I and, can, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of times you think about just giving back monetarily. When, oh, of course, right. You know, but the most, the best giving to me is just labor. Mm -hmm. You know, just going to a shop or helping build a neighborhood back up. Um, because that's, that's things money really can't buy. So. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, all the proceeds that you guys get for Tux and Chucks and any of the organizations, like, do you guys have a particular organization that you like to give back to or a certain school, or is it just, like, uh, a, a different couple organizations that you guys choose from? Yeah, so what we do now is we run as, we have a, uh, open submissions for any nonprofit with their 501c3. Um, that's a grass rule. We mean a newer nonprofit who need funds, you can submit um, to be chosen. Mm -hmm. And depending on, on the number of entries, we list what we list them all. You know, everyone is available to get votes. And it's a voting process for two weeks. Oh, so you okay. encourage your fans, your, um, your, your members, your following, friends, everyone to vote mm -hmm. for you. And the top two this year will be the beneficiary. Okay. So mm -hmm. when does that close? When, is the voting already closed? No, the voting actually just started yesterday. Okay. And it closes October 27th. That's a Friday. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then you'll you'll announce, I guess. Yeah, we'll announce the following day on Saturday. Okay. Mm -hmm. So give us some details on the actual Tux and Chucks event this year. <clears throat> well, this year is going to be a uh, Motor City soundboard. So if you ever been to soundboards, where they do the concerts and mm -hmm. stuff, and so um, that's a great venue for what we do because the party part of our fundraiser is similar to being at the concert. We have DJs, we have live entertainment, and then we have the ballroom as well, where you're going to have food, you're going to have a, a karaoke room, photo booths, and all type of things. So it's one, it's not, like I said, it's a fundraiser where you'll see a lot of people looking real nice, dressed up, wearing chucks with their dresses and chucks with suits and mm -hmm. tuxedos. And it's a great networking event. I'd say the average age at our fundraiser is 25 to 35. Okay. Um, but you see people up to 60, like my mom, 
um, friends, mothers, parents come all the time because it's a great time. Right. It's a great time for any age group. So just a... And you're giving back at the same time. So it's not like most fundraisers you go to. Uh, Bravo Bravo. You ever been to Bravo Bravo? That was always my favorite fundraiser at the Opera House. It's the Opera House annual fundraiser. They didn't do it this past year. Okay. Um, Yeah, I didn't remember hearing anything about it. Yeah, they didn't do it this past year. Not not to the scale that it used to, but I liked it because it was so much fun. Just different rooms, food, beverages, music, just everywhere. Just a lot of things to do so you're not in one place. Right. Yeah, so I was not on scale of Bravo Bravos, but for local fundraisers, probably one of the biggest ones in the city. It's going to be over 1,000 people. Okay. Um, like I said, you just have a total, totally great time. So where can people find tickets? You can get tickets online from tuxandchucks.org, mm-hmm. or you can go to the soundboard box office. And I recommend people go to the box office because you avoid the ticket master fees. And I think everyone oh. knows about ticket master fees. <laughs> yeah. If you've ever been to a concert or a sporting event, Without going through StubHub, you know about the Ticketmaster fees. So. Yeah, convenience and everything else. Oh, yeah. Which is very inconvenient to charge <laughs> such a fee. <laughs> right. Such a fee for a ticket. Right. Well, I'm really looking forward. I always, I've always seen pictures of Tux and Chucks, and it's like I, either I find out too late or mm-hmm. I have to work and I'm not here. And I'm always, like, super jealous because I'm like, everybody's having fun. Like, this year I have to work. And I'm just like, I'm jealous. I'm going to have to, like, take Working off one year. I'll, I'll be like out of town. Like oh, I'm, okay, yeah, gotcha. Be here. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. one holiday, you have to stay home and go just experience it one time. Yeah, see, yeah. like the older I get, and I'm like vegetarian now, so I'm like, my grandmother puts bacon in everything. So Thanksgiving <laughs> is not what it used to be for me as far as like the food goes. Mm-hmm. So I never, like now I don't really try to get it off to like be home for it. But gotcha. that's definitely going to be something to plan for in the years to come. Yeah, Because I'm sure it's just going to get bigger and better. Yeah, it's a goal, thanks. And it's on Black Friday, so most people don't have to work the next day and probably didn't work the day before. Yeah, so, and don't have to work the day after. Yeah, so. and the hotel is giving us discounts for rooms right now. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, at one, Motor City. Yeah, 139 a night, which is a great price. They almost sold out, though, so which means the event's doing great. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a great thing for us. Besides that in there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, um, Cool Smart Inc., do you guys look at somewhere down the future, like having a scholarship in your name or – Kids can win a scholarship every year, or like what? What do you what do you want the overall goal of the company to be? Well, if, yeah, funny you say that. We have talked about that. Mm-hmm. You no, know, we want to give it back in just almost every way possible. So we have discussed in the future, once we get bigger, um, to have like a dinner fund and give scholarships away to local youth. So that's our ultimate goal. Okay. To, um, to add on to what we're already doing in the schools, and since we already have affiliation with some of the schools, um, that's like the next step for us. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, is it still just a two-man group, or are you guys expanding to have more people on your team? Well, we have an e-board. Okay. Um, three of us on the e-board, but we we need probably like seven more people on the okay. e-board for the amount of things that we want to do mm-hmm. and things that we're doing right now. So, Is there a particular skill set you guys are looking for for this? Or Yeah, we're looking for someone. Like I said, we both work full-time. I work mm-hmm. for Quicken Loans. He works for um, General Motors. Okay. Um, so we need more people like to help find funding, to Come with programming, things of that nature. And we're very open on our board. Everyone discusses all ideas. Okay. So it's not one of those we bring the ideas and, you know, if you have a great idea, we listen and vote on it and go from there as well. So, Are you all around the same age? Yeah, we're between uh, 30 and 40. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. That mm-hmm. is amazing. It really is. So I'm going this year, Tyson Chucks. Oh, rub it in. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Rub it in. Yeah, so you got to find some nice Chucks. So nice be here. I've you never can, wore Chucks a day in my life. Get so. you a silk pair. 
a silk pair. I, I could see, I could see even like a silk pair. <laughs> Some sequin patches. You should really take <laughs> it up a notch. No, don't, yeah. don't do that. <laughs> yeah, take it up a notch. Sequin patches. You're like a giant microphone on the side. Well, if you if you wherever you are, if you're on Facebook or not, you probably feel like you're there because people are gonna post what? about no, it. No, that's just gonna make me even more jealous. <laughs> just to see everybody <laughs> having fun, and I'm like sitting somewhere in like pajamas, just looking like, oh, that looks like a good time. He's going to rub it in, I'm sure. Now, if there are people who can't make it to the event, are there ways they can donate? Yeah, you can donate on our you could donate on our nonprofit webpage, which okay. is coolsmart.org. Okay. Mhm. All right. That's good. So, is it anything PayPal orders or just send checks in or any way possible they can order? Yo, you could just donate, you could donate through PayPal. Okay. Mhm. Yeah, several options on our um, on our nonprofit webpage. All right. Mhm. Now, you guys give away a best dress award? No, but best what we do, do, yeah, no, we do uh, do top three okay. um, best pair of chucks. Okay. So you, you, the Chuck Taylor is the one shoe where you can have just for any type of design on there, and it still looks dope. Silk, so, so the silk. sequin patches. <laughs> Get a big microphone. I've never seen that, but you Get know, a microphone on the side. Some sweet, some sweet checks before, though. <laughs> yeah. You, you were going to get a, a shiny suit. That's why you were asking about best dressed. I mean, I can't. You were gonna, you were can't confirm nor deny. <laughs> Could that's have been a puffier May suit. You can no, wear no. a shiny suit. That's a good day to wear it. That's a good. <laughs> that's a good day to wear. <laughs> the only day to wear it. Clearly. Yeah. The, oh no. And your birthday. <laughs> you get a shiny suit for this. Oh my goodness. It's gonna be a real cheap suit, probably. That's gonna be all bad. Get something off the rack, double breasted. I got a shiny suit by mistake last year. Wait, what? You wore it to the event? No, no, no. Wore it on my birthday though, because I did a birthday roast. So I figured I'm gonna wear this. I'm gonna wear this suit. It's the only time I'm wearing them. Donated this year though. But I bought some suits and I was going off the the cloth material. Mm-hmm. So when they didn't tell me it was a shiny suit, it looked like silver, but it didn't look like shiny silver. So <laughs> when the suit came in, like this is not mine. It's like that's the one you picked. Up. I'm like, <laughs> like no, it's oh. not. I'm like this is so P Diddy ninety. Look who it is. <laughs> so with my 35th birthday last year, I had a roast where everybody talked about me. So I'm like, it's a good day to wear this shiny suit. Give them some extra material to roast yeah, on. Yeah, that's it. And they're wearing it again. Okay, so yeah. since you're on, and our new, um, one of our new segments is Unsavory Moments, mm-hmm. which is when you share an embarrassing or funny story. So do you have one to share with the uh, listeners? Hundreds of them. Oh, man. Okay, something appropriate. All right, trims it down a little bit. Do we really do appropriate here? Well, <laughs> we don't, but we're not promoting uh, okay, a yeah. fundraiser event. So, the one with the sponsorships. Yeah. Okay. We're going to keep them keep slightly savory, even though you are on unsavory antics. We'll yeah. keep you slightly savory. It's an embarrassing moment. Yeah, embarrassing or just something. It's a funny story. or. I guess you told me ahead of time, so I could try to think when I have it ready. No, it's better when it's on the spot, because then you would have had time to really like formulate it. We need it to be raw. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to hold off this whole interview. Damn it. <laughs> oh, y'all got me on that one. Yeah. The um, Puffy and May suit might be it. So how'd you come up with the theme of the roast? Like, what was that? Oh. Oh, so what I did for my 35th birthday. So, you know, the, the roast I like to do on TV. Like yeah, Comedy Central, yeah. I, I, I always wanted to do that. And I'm like, well, 35 was probably the last time I have, like, a big, a special birthday. Mm-hmm. Anytime soon to my 40th, whatever. So I, I had I had made dinner reservations at a, um, at a restaurant. I had a private room, and I told everybody everybody had a number. Okay. And you had to uh, 
like tell a funny story or just tell a heartfelt story, you mm-hmm. know. But you had your number, so you knew when your turn was coming. So after one, after then you two go. And, okay. And if you had a story, someone didn't tell the story right. If you was there, you can you know you can elaborate or correct the story, you know, mm-hmm. things of that nature. So, I mean, it was like complete tears in the room. Like it was some funny stories, and some stories came up. Like one of the funny stories was. That's the one. If you you question whether or not you should share it, then that's definitely the one to share. It was so wild because it sounded like something I did in my 20s, but it just happened two summers ago. And people were like, that was last year. But no, no, what happened was my boy had a a party at his house. Mm -hmm. This is summer 2015. And whole, no, a lot, a lot of us were there. A lot of people were in there. And as I was leaving out with a few, few of my friends, we were all leaving. It's like two thirty, last time to go. And when we was leaving outside, the police happened to be outside to come. Cause I guess two people in the house, there was a couple in the house arguing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they went from arguing inside to arguing outside. And then the police came. And it's in Lakeland Village. And, you know, I didn't. I didn't know the police were there. We were leaving. The police didn't come inside. Shut the party down. They was wanting to get them off the street arguing. Mm-hmm. And you know, everybody was kind of semi intoxicated. So we go outside. It's like me, my homeboy, and two of our homegirls. And we in the driveway. And one of my homegirls said, well, "I forgot my purse." So my one boy went inside the house to get her purse, so we can leave. And the officers like, "Y'all have to go." Blah blah. We can't just stand outside. And I hate being. I, one of my biggest things is I hate being disrespected. It just really grinds my gears, pisses me mm-hmm. off. And I said, you can't tell me to go in the house. I'm a grown-ass man. Like, I'm, this is not personal property. Now, if I was on the sidewalk, you can tell me to get off the sidewalk. But I'm in someone's driveway that's not your driveway, so I don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. And then his neighbor, which is his friend, came to me like, man, you can't be talking to them. <laughs> you can't be talking to cops. It's like the village, man. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, man. I don't get an F word I'm at. Like, <laughs> I'm like, and furthermore, I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> then the police you know, told me to go in the house. So I went in the house real quick. And I told my friend, I'm like, blah, blah, blah. Like, man, police pissing me off. And your friend, he's a blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I pointed right at him. <laughs> oh, dude was in the house with you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, you thought the cat was still outside? The cops were still outside. But I was going inside just uh-huh. to... My friends told me to go inside. Yeah. There's just so much going on. Damn, they said I said some stuff to the cops, some stuff I, I can't <laughs> say. You, pro- you probably said <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I told them, like, to, you know. <laughs> yeah. It was very wild what I said. In, in the, in the, especially in the context of where America is right now in 2015, like, people are really getting killed for no reason. And yeah. I gave them a lot of ammo to at least hit me with a club. Right. <laughs> yeah, at the very least. At the very <laughs> least. At the very least and you was in Lakeland Village. Said, and I thought he was over. And he telling the story at the, he telling this whole story with you know without the censors, right? At the rose, and everybody's crying, laughing. It's like, I'm like, oh, I like, I didn't say that. And everybody like, yes, you did. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> so and people were like, how long ago was this? I'm like, this last summer. And so it just it was just <laughs> complete madness. So, and then I walked to my car. They was following me. Like, you better not drive. I'm like, man. And my friends like, I don't drive. But I'm being so. Angry, I'm like, I'm gonna drive anyway. It's like, it's a dumb idea. So, anyway, long story short, my friends ended up driving me home and following my car home. So, I'll tell you what I said to the cops after. <laughs> 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 I still can't believe I said that. So you never say this to a cop. 
I think I never know what you said. Yeah. <laughs> it's always funny to hear about what you did when you were drunk. Like that's always that's always hilarious to me. Yeah. Like and I've I don't know. It depends, and it depends on what I drink. Cause I can drink certain things, and I remember everything. Like no matter how much I drink, I remember yeah. the whole night. And some stuff, it like completely wipes my memory clean. I think when I got angry, I just snapped into a whole different person. Just like I just blacked out, just going off. <laughs> yeah, last thing I remember was being in a driveway. Mm-hmm. I remember, well, far as verbiage, anyway. There's <laughs> <laughs> always that patent line. I said what? <laughs> like damn. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, we really appreciate you coming on to the show, man. And no, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Tell us about everything that's going on. Um, definitely going to check check out Tucks and Chucks this year. I hate to keep saying it, I'm sorry. What? I'm going to check out Tucks and Chucks. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I've coped with the fact you're just going to keep rubbing, rubbing that in. Yeah, you got to come. So <laughs> you, can, you can have more questions next year after you come experience it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. So one more time, let them know where they can get tickets and then give them your social media information so they can, you know. All right, you can get tickets on our website, tuxandchucks.org, or you can go to you know, Ticketmaster.com. But the best way to get them, if you're local, is to go to the box office at Soundboard. Um, check their office hours. to be on their website. And the event is Friday, Black Friday, November 24th. So you don't have to work. And if you're in town, pull up. Pull <laughs> what's, up. The, what's the time slot? 8 to 12. 8 to 12. Okay. 8 to 12. We may surprise people and go a little longer, but the time flies 8 to 12. Okay. Yep. Very nice. Mm-hmm. And what's your uh, social media? Uh, cool Smart Inc. is our nonprofit page. Okay. And that's the same for uh, Facebook as well. All right. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We hope Tux and Chucks will get bigger and better every year from here on out and the expansion and all that. I just, I can't wait. I, I'm, I'm a big advocate of like going and checking out events in other cities too. So Okay, you probably um, come to Chicago before you come to the one here first, then depending on your schedule. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm, I'm excited for that. That's going to be a good look. Yeah. So thank you again for coming on. I appreciate, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So we had Byron share his unsavory moment with us this week. So if you guys are listening, make sure you send us your unsavory moments to our Instagram at unsavoryanticspod, or you can email them to us at unsavoryanticspod at gmail.com. You want to give me your social media, Verge? Yep, social media, same as every week. Hey, underscore Verge, Twitter and Instagram. Hey, Verge, snap. Like the Facebook page, Unsavory Antics. Follow it. Leave comments. All that good shit. Share it. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Judy Mulatto. You can follow me on Snap at Faux Mulatto. And you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Unsavory Antics Pod and on Twitter at Unsavory Antics. Um, once again, our email is unsavoryanticspod at gmail.com. There was something else I was going to share. Oh, of course. So um, if you guys listen to us on iTunes, we do invite you to subscribe if you haven't already. Make sure you like or no, rate, rate, comment, and share um, the episodes on iTunes. If you listen to us on SoundCloud, then make sure you follow our station where you can listen to all of our new episodes as they go up. And you can even listen to the ones that we like from other stations and whatnot. And you can leave comments on whatever, you know, on specific parts of the show. That's always fun. Um, but definitely, yeah, share us with somebody each week you listen. It'd be fun to send it to a new person and share unsavory antics with them. So, you got anything else? No. Thanks, um, Byron, for stopping by. Uh, get your tickets for Tux and Chucks. Tux and Chucks, November 24th at the Soundboard at mm-hmm. Motor City Casino, Detroit, yep. Michigan. Black Friday. Black Friday. 
All right, guys, keep your liquor strong, keep your laughter long, and keep your antics unsavory. Thank you for listening. Peace.